0: We're going to talk about how much stock we put into a person's voice. You may think, I don't really care. Yeah, you do. You do. There's science here. There's things going on you may not even be aware of. The other question is, can you make yourself sound more attractive? It's a pretty interesting discussion. And joining us to break it all down, we have Cassia Pasansky, who is a biostatistician at the University of Lyon. Cassia, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate your time.
1: Hi, thanks for having me, Shay.
0: You know, it's an interesting discussion and in reading the work that you're involved in here. Uh, I think, you know, we put a lot more stock into the way a person sounds than we even realize. Would that be fair to say?
1: Yes, absolutely. We put so much emphasis on visual cues, but yeah. the voice is, I'd say, equally important.
0: So when we take a look at the way that a person speaks, is there, is there something universal? Is there sort of one sound, one tone, that no matter what, everybody seems to say, oh, that's attractive, I like
1: that? Pitch is probably the most important. It's probably also the most salient. Of course, we need to do a lot more cross-cultural research, to be sure, but in general, uh, for example, if you think about what sounds dominant or attractive in a man's voice, low pitch seems to be uh, generally um, the most important cue across cultures.
0: Interesting. Now, we hear somebody speak um, and you know, maybe if we haven't even seen them, if we're talking to somebody on the phone or something like that, or we, we, we're talking to them in person, we immediately start to assign specific qualities to that person based solely on the sound of their voice, right? Absolutely. What kind of things do we say? Okay, this person speaks this way, so they must be this kind of person. Give us an example.
1: Having having never seen a picture of you, I'm actually I've already. Uh, imagining what you look like just from the sound of okay, your voice. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. This will be, uh,
0: be fun. This will be fun. no, go no, ahead. no.
1: I won't <laughs> say. <laughs> you sound quite tall. Um, but interestingly, I am six foot four, so there you go. Them. You're right. Oh, yeah, okay. It's one of the first things we attribute to people. First of all, their sex. We're almost 99% accurate. In judging whether someone's male or female from their voice, because there's not a lot of overlap in the voice pitch. Mm-hmm. Women's voices are about twice as high as men's. So that's one of the first judgments. Uh, obviously, one of the second is the nationality or, or where somebody comes from and body size. And we're quite good at that. And that's because there's reliable information in our vocal tract resonances, which are correlated with how tall we are. So the fact that you are six foot four means your vocal tract is much longer than mine and your vocal tract resonances will be much lower than hmm. mine. And people can hear that. Even blind people can hear that. It's a very um, very critical uh, perceptual bias.
0: Interesting. Now, we, we make value judgments about people based on their voice. That may or may not be true, right? I mean, we, we assign, you know, be it intelligence or trustworthiness depending on the pitch of a person's voice.
1: Yes, that's true as well. Um, Particularly low pitch, as I said, tends to communicate competence, maturity, and dominance. Now, which uh, gives men perhaps a bit of a <laughs> leg up over women.
0: <laughs> yeah, it certainly would. There's no question. But I mean, you, your research finds that a lot of men, you know, perhaps more than they used to. This might be a bit of a shift in the way we look at women's voices. Um, a lower pitched woman's voice has become more attractive. Is that true?
1: That's what some of the more recent research in the last five to 10 years is suggesting. Earlier, we we had a very general belief that high pitch is attractive in women's voices. And the idea from an evolutionary perspective is that high pitch signals youth and it signals fertility. So from an evolutionary perspective, it should be attractive because a young, fertile woman um, could make a good mate. But now in the day and age age, where women um, want to have more dominant positions, we see that women are actually actively modulating their voice downward. So trying to portray a more dominant persona by speaking in a lower voice pitch, despite the sort of conflict that that might uh, arise with femininity and cues to youth.
0: Now, that's an interesting discussion because we know people will try and affect the way that they sound. And to me, an affected voice is extremely unattractive. Can you mm. fake your way through this?
1: There's a few studies asking this question, and uh, the answer is still we're not sure. Um, okay. Basically, it seems that people do this, so we do change our voices depending on who we're speaking to um, and depending on, depending on how we feel about that person. For example, in speed dating, we see that people talk differently if they are talking to someone they like or don't like. But in terms of can people detect if someone's faking their voice and What do they think about that? It's still an open question. It seems people can detect to some extent, and it seems it still uh, sort of fools them in a way. So we think it works, but we need more research in this area.
0: Now, what about going too far? Uh, I don't know if you've done any work around vocal fry, but I think what we're talking Mm. about is primarily women, but some men do it too, Try and lower their voice Consciously try and lower their voice and end up doing that uh that kind yeah. of thing, that vocal fry, which is just infuriating. Is that a, a spin off of this evolutionary process that you're talking about?
1: Yes, we think so. We think that that's vocal fry essentially happens when you push your voice pitch so low that your vocal folds vibrate chaotically. They don't vibrate naturally, and this happens uh, as you would. As you say particularly in women for example in professional interview contexts when they try to sound dominant but they go too low And it seems that that is unattractive, as you say. And so that might be a good example of one of the limits in how much we can really fake uh, these sorts of traits.
0: Yeah, you can end up hurting yourself. Um, You mentioned uh, the the evolutionary science behind why men may prefer a higher-pitched female voice. It's the same thing in in the opposite direction with um, the male voice, right? The lower pitch indicates a a, a bigger, stronger man based on testosterone. It's all based on evolutionary science, right?
1: Exactly. And a lot of these theories have come from other animals. In the lab that I work, we study um, everything from humans and uh, other primates like bonobos all the way to fish and crocodiles. And we see very similar acoustic uh, biases and um, relationships across the animal kingdom. And across the animal kingdom, a low voice pitch, um, a low frequency in the voice communicates dominance and um, Low format frequencies, low resonances communicate large sides. And we just started to apply these sorts of well-known animal communication concepts to understand human vocal communication.
0: Interesting discussion. I really appreciate your time this morning. Oh, one of our listeners wants to know, why do we all love Morgan Freeman's voice so much? Is it the pitch? Is it the cadence? What is it about Morgan Freeman?
1: <laughs> yes, I think it must be the voice pitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Cassie. I really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Sherry. That's, uh, Cassia Pisansky, who is a biostatistician at the University of Lyon.